Hello, and welcome to the Double Team Podcast, presented by myself, Devontae Wiz, Kyle, and... Darvin Trippy Levy, the, the legendary forehead of Twitch. This is very true. Dude's built like the, the father from uh, Family Matters. Quite hilarious. But uh, welcome, everyone. Um, we cover various topics in the gaming industry, um, and... Today we have some fire topics that are going to be presented today. Um, some of you guys, you know, I probably heard about it or listened to it or watched it live um, when it happened, you know, on Twitch, Twitter, YouTube. Um, and we're going to cover that today and give our thoughts on it and whether, I guess, some of the stuff has been, you know, should be, you know, correctly awarded, um, as well as dive into some juicy topics um, that Twitter did blow up about um, over the past week, week and a half or so. Um, yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, I'm pr- I'm pretty excited. It's gonna be interesting, interesting topics that kind of relate to both of us, since we are both streamers, and uh, it should be should be interesting to get everybody's opinion on this. So, uh, should we should we dive in? Go go for it, dive in. I hope you know how to. Swim. All right, so. The first thing that we are going to talk about is in regards to the Game Awards. Um, Xbox ended up announcing their newest uh, console, and it's ugly. It's yeah. It it's, looks like my cock spider. It's it's ugly. The Xbox Series X. Did you hear I about mean, the actual name for that thing? The, the Xbox X. It, it's just right? the Xbox. Oh, the Series X part is a is like a denotation to relate to the fact that there will be other Xboxes in that family in the future. Well, that's dumb. So like Xbox One that's has dumb. extra Xboxes. Um, that's I don't know. I I don't it's know. Smart, I don't. but it's ugly. Mm. Mm. I don't know if I like it, but. Microsoft did claim that the new console will handle 4K 60 FPS with the possibility of up to 120, uh, including support for variable refresh rate and 8K uh, capability. Um, It does have an 8-core targeting uh, CPU around 3.5 gigahertz. Uh, The GPU is an Xbox Series X GPU with a custom processor. Um, it can the compute power is twelve teraflops, um, which is two times as faster or as fast than the Xbox One X. Um, the RAM is has thirteen uh, gigabits for games and then three gigabits for operating systems, so sixteen total. And then, uh, hmm, the, but yeah, it looks like the Xbox One X only had a two point three gigahertz. Um, but it had an AMD customized Jaguar uh, evolved eight core processor, and then for the storage, it just says custom non volatile memory, express solid state drive uh, storage. So that seems to be an upgrade because the last Xbox One X had a one terabyte uh, hard drive. The Xbox design, I personally like it. It's different. Um, I'm surprised that they still have a spot to put in discs for games. Instead of everything just being digital, uh, well, that still may come from what I'm hearing. Uh, it, 
it could be a thing. And then the price seems to be you'll be releasing a holiday of 2020, which is the same time frame of when PlayStation 5 uh, will be releasing as well. I think it's going to be a great system while I buy it. I don't probably not. I'll probably go, you know, stick with PlayStation. I'm but buying both. Look, definitely going to be interesting. Yeah, I, I mean, miss out you on know, Halo, some, man. Some of us, you know. I mean, it's I not mean, even about that. It's more so like there are some games that didn't come out on Xbox One, which is the reason why I got rid of my Xbox One that will be coming to the new Xbox that I want to play like Halo. So I will definitely be buying it because I'm Man. almost 100% sure we won't see these games on Game Pass. So they won't be available on PC. And that kind of limits the, the players. Well, they did also to... state that it's supposed to be backwards compatibility. Yes, which the other one was later in its life. That's going to be nice. Um, but also, I guess we don't know where... I guess myself will be, you know, in a year. Um, but we'll touch on that a little bit later. Uh, and then also at the actual awards themselves, some of them were, you know, surprising to me. Um, first up, we have for audio design, Call of Duty Modern Warfare One. That I don't know much about audio or audio design, audio um, so I'm not sure exactly what went into that. Um, but that's, you know, very interesting for Call of Duty to, to win that, um, for community support, Destiny 2 won. I played Destiny 2 on release, um, and I enjoyed it. I just don't always have, I don't ever, oh no, okay, not always, but I don't ever have somebody to play with or people to grind with. So it's just, it, it was a waste of money for me solo, um, in a game that requires, I guess, grinding, um. Mm-hmm. I don't think they should have won that. I feel like so. The other games in that category were Apex Legends, Final Fantasy XIV, Fortnite, and uh, Rainbow Six Siege. I feel like Apex has a pretty good community. Um, I don't know too many, I guess, toxic people. Um, in Apex at all. I know Fortnite can be toxic. Um, as well as Siege. Um, I don't know the Final Fantasy community at all, so I can't really weigh in on that. Uh, we have the esports player of the year, which was Booga. He is a part of Sentinels. Um, he won the Fortnite World Cup. Uh, Trippy, do you know how much he won off the top three of your mil. head? Three mil. That's what I was going to say. Three mil. Three million dollars at 16 years old. That is crazy i wouldn't even know what to do with that like i know you're 16 i'd definitely save a lot but i'd probably honestly buy me a nice little car for myself man if i won three million dollars at 16 years old nobody would have saw me ever again i would have disappeared yo this dude yo i would have freaking got my own place make sure my family set up and i would have just been you know living life disappeared my friend would have never saw me again. Nobody would have heard from me. Like, don't talk to me. Take my closest you. friends on a trip, and, you know, they never, you know, yeah, disappear. Start charging people to, to text me. 
all that good stuff. Charging? Like, yeah, man, because I already know they're going to text me asking about some money. Like, all right, nah, dude. homie. All right. And then also, uh, Call of Duty Mobile winning the best mobile game um, over Grindstone, CNR, Wild Hearts, Die, the Children of Light, and What the Golf. Um, I haven't played Call of Duty Mobile, but Trippy has, and he has enjoyed it, but he also cheats and uses his keyboard and mouse on it. I'm not so cheating, that. What do you mean? Um, and then Apex Legends actually won a multiplayer game. I enjoyed Apex Legends. Um, Trippy and I have spent countless hours playing that, um, and we had fun. Yeah. Definitely yeah. an interesting game. Um, myself being a controller player on PC... Um, I didn't really see too much competition for myself, but I felt like that I could keep up with the PC players. I mean, it's not hard um, to keep up with PC players if you know how to play FPS games in general. Yeah, it's not like it that's changes true. that much. It's mostly just about movement. Anybody can learn how to shoot, but it's movement. Right. And, you know, knowing when to rotate strategy and stuff like that. Um... And then the biggest, I, I feel like the biggest award of the night was the content creator of the year. Um, the nominees were Courage, Dr. Lupo, Ewok, and Gref. And then Shroud. Shroud ended up taking that one home. Um, so congrats to him. And then uh, let's go ahead and use that as a great segue into deals by bigger streamers in general, um, either continuing to stay with Twitch or going to a different platform, um, and how that will, I guess, shape content creation for the future. It's it's going to change a lot of stuff. Uh, to kind of go over what has happened in the last week, if you haven't heard the legendary Twitch streamer Tim the Tatman along with Dr. Lupo and Lyric just signed some multi-year million dollar deals with Twitch. The, the thought behind that is astounding to me as someone who started streaming in 2011 to say that eight years later you can make millions of dollars on this platform or on any real streaming platform is insane. To kind of break down a little bit more of what uh, what's going into these uh, deals, I think a lot of it plays into the fact that the the online entertainer has become the standard in in this space. You don't see a lot of video game things breaking out into TV and being successful. Uh, e League tried it, H One tried it. Who else tried to get on TV as a video game source? Do you remember Devante? There was a few. Whoever like tried to get on but hasn't? No, they've made it on TV, but they just weren't successful there. Mm. No, I don't know. I don't really pay e attention to that often. Okay. Well, either way. I know that. I, th I think I know that. I mean, this is a bad example. Well, not a bad example, but they actually, I felt successful was actually never mind it didn't end up getting aired i was gonna say the x games for apex legend but i don't think it ended up airing it did not end up airing uh they recorded it but it never appeared on tv for some odd reason 
and that's I unfortunate think, for our industry. It is unfortunate, but I also think that things like this, when you look at like how Shroud won Streamer of the Year and what he's done this year with signing that big deal with Mixer, it opened the door up for a lot of people to get deals like with Tim and Lupo and Lyric and other streamers that are right behind them have the ability to earn. Tim's been streaming for a very long time. I think you and I both know that because we've both been watching Tim for a very long time. I think and he started streaming in like 2012, 2013. He streamed. He started streaming after me. And that shows how much I haven't done in my streaming career. Uh, he he started off as quote-unquote golden voice and then kind of developed that brand into what it is now. But to see, again, that you can turn a simple passion behind playing video games into a multi-million dollar opportunity is is crazy to me and a lot of that has to be put on the heels of what ninja did because we didn't see anything any deals like this or of this magnitude at all until they just signed with mixer and i can't think of anybody before him and they can say you know it's not about the money but it is well, no, they, I don't think anybody want to make said sure. it's not about the money. <clears throat> like, uh, I, well, I mean, okay, so what I mean by that is them, them saying, like, oh, I'm not switching or I'm not staying because of the money. That part is fine. What I'm saying for is that, you know, when you have deals presented to you like that, you have to think of the money in that aspect. And, and I want to know, like, what their thought process was, you know, when thinking of, when, you know, seeing the the amount presented to them. Like, oh, is this too little? Is this too much? The way I, I want to know it is this. I would take my average income from my stream. The amount of subs I get, the base average, too. Not the high average, but but... The, the real average of what I get, I would take that number, multiply it by a year, or, or average it out for a year, and then multiply that by five. So a five-year turnaround on that. And over okay, those so five say, years, am I going to make more without this deal than I would make with this deal? But on top of that, what can I do outside of this stream that this deal would uh, offer me, if you will? Because guaranteed money is still better than anything else. No matter what that is the true. dollar and they can, is. With that guaranteed money, they can do so many things outside of Twitch. Uh, right. Specifically speaking for like Lyric, Doc Lupo, and Tim, like they can still do YouTube and, you know, do a whole bunch more content-wise, you know, with Instagram and Twitter um, mm-hmm. and still have that, you know, guaranteed money, you know, coming in. Um, it is definitely interesting, you know, how everybody, I guess it's come about, you know, with, making these deals um definitely happy you know for everybody that you know are getting those deals um because it's you know setting i guess the president that you know things could happen Mm -hmm. uh you never know you know what opportunities could come your way and i feel like it's an all-around great thing for everybody in this community it's a great thing for the community but it's also bad 
And I'll say this. A lot of people are going to look at these deals and say, oh, I can do this. Oh, I can go play video games in front of a camera all day. Oh, X, Y, Z. They don't have the knowledge. Well, one, they don't have the knowledge, but two, it's going to saturate the streaming space heavily. Yeah. And the people, people think that, that it's, it's, it's going to be easy. They don't know everything that goes around behind the scenes. Right. And then once they see that, they're going to be like, oh, X person can do this. I can do this. They're going to join the platform or whatever, which is not necessarily a bad thing. Then they're going to saturate the field. And then that's going to take away opportunities from other people that have been grinding for a while and have that that fan base and that 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 growth experience if you will it's going to be bad for those people just because they're going to get smothered by the other people involved and if I you're agree. not like a tim or a shroud or a summit or anybody like that a myth whomever right even some of the people who get like the 500 plus uh viewer cycle range thing it's going to be tough for those people to excel on the platform when it's so saturated. And I think that's the only downfall to these types of deals. Now, once this time passes and people kind of realize, oh, it's not as easy as I thought. Oh, you want me to sit down in a chair for that long? Like things like that. You have to have a real passion to do what we do. Like it takes a lot to sit down in a chair and play the same video game for hours. It's mentally intensive. Yeah, that's true. People don't seem to take that into effect when they think about playing video games. Like when I used to play video games with my dad as a kid, I used to get what, maybe thirty minutes with him? And then he was out. I would be there for hours. Like I'd be there for hours too. Yep. So it's there's a there's a different a different mindset that's needed than just oh I'm here for the money. It's not about the money, like all these people have said. It's really not about the money. It's about having a passion for this first that has turned into an opportunity to make money. This is true, and, and I, I don't really know, or I guess I haven't really had issues with, I guess mentally with streaming in the sense of where it has been an issue with like my health. Um, have you ever been burnt out? I would say on, I would say playing games, not so much on streaming. Okay. Like, I'll get burned out playing a game, you know, doing it day in and day out. But I just quoted a tweet a few days ago of mine that I had probably a few years ago um, when The Division first came out. Um, I tweeted something like, back on the grind playing The Division, slept 13 hours in the past 48 and I, I think about that now, and I'm just like, you know, I, I had more of a passion for streaming, and it was a, a great game to grind, um, and I had I had fun with it. Mm-hmm. And I, but I know that there are people out there that you know do have health issues, and they don't, you know, they're not aware of it. You know, they're pumping out 24 hour 24 hour streams every weekend, and it's not healthy for you. Yeah, one of the guys who died, what, last year doing a 24-hour stream lives in the city next to me, or lived in the city next to me. He was a, a what's that tank game? World of Tanks? 
Uh, yeah. He was a, a pro world of tanks player. People just need to be cautious of, you know, what those types of streams um, or just streaming in general can have on their, the type of impact it can have on their health. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, a lot of people don't really consider those things. And that's where it gets dangerous for those who are not in the scene. And that kind of leads me into the next thing, which is making this a career, making gaming entertainment or streaming an actual career. Is it viable? Is it smart? Should you skip school and real life things for it? It's hard to say. It's really based on the person because it takes a special combination of certain things to be successful in this space. You either have to be super fucking good at what you play, or you have to be funny and suck at the same time, or funny and be good at the same time. It's one of those three combinations that you need to really be successful in this space. Or you could technically really be all three. You can suck at certain games, be great at others, and be funny. We've seen that combination kind of work across different streamers within the platform. But in my opinion, I don't think it's something that's considered a viable career yet. I think that for certain people, you only have to be good at the game. Yes. And I think that's unfortunate that their stream can be... I guess maybe not even unfortunate. I just think that if you have somebody that is only good at the game, but they're not like funny or entertaining in any way and they don't interact with their chat, I feel like they're not doing their due due diligence for their community. In my opinion, some streams, some people just don't build it, build their streams around that. To be honest. I mean, you have to look at, there's a few things that go into that. In my opinion, you have where that streamer came from to get to where they are now, right? Like, I'll use Shroud as an example. He came from being a pro CS player to a full-time streamer. But he didn't come from playing CS to streaming because he was funny or entertaining. He came over because the dude has robotic-style aim. And that's what people come to see is his nutty-ass aim. So, for but him... I, but I feel like knows. he interacts with chat very well, though. He does interact with chat very well, but at the end of the day, people don't go to his stream to interact with Shroud. You get what I'm saying? Like, they go to his stream to see Shroud do what he does. I don't go there expecting him to respond to chat. I mean, I don't... it's, It's tough, man. It's tough. I will say this, though, to get back to the main topic of it. I don't think... I really don't think it's a real option as a career. Not like right away. Unless you come I mean, from something you, else. Unless you do your research. Yeah, unless you come from, you know, do your research, come from something else. Like if you have, you know, a couple hundred thousand subs on YouTube. Right. You know, people, you know, may want to see live content from you. Right. Now, in that same regard, do you stream directly to YouTube or do you choose a different platform from there? Hmm. That's because I don't know I don't know the specifics on being a partnered streamer with YouTube. But I know that 
Twitch, if you have those, I guess if you re like meet the parameters of being partnered and same thing with Mixer, um, you know, with having a fan base outside of, you know, Mixer cool or fan. Twitch, they do have, you know, those specific requirements to be able to be partnered immediately or, you know, right off the bat, if you're wanting to, you know, produce live content on one of their platforms. Mm hmm. I don't know, man. It's there's a lot of options out there. Uh, when when I was streaming consistently, a lot of people asked, "Do I wish I streamed more?" At the time when I was really taking off compared to going to school, right? Because when I went to college, I couldn't stream from my dorm room. The connection just wasn't there. I could I could try to squeak one out, but it just it was not built for that. It was built for you to go to school. So a lot of people were like, you know, you kind of fell off at that point in time, which is true. I couldn't do anything about it. But what I sacrificed my education and what I've been able to do since then for my stream. And that's where it's it's interesting because for me specifically, no. I got lucky. I was able to get a job within esports, within the field that I love, that allowed me to continue to stream afterwards because of my education. I went from being a junior in college to creating a stream team for a multi-million dollar esports organization to expanding that into a deeper esports career because of my degree. So it's it's a little... It's, it's hit and miss, you know? It, it all really depends. It depends on where you really want to be in life. Do you really see yourself sitting in a chair like mine or Devontae's playing? You have to play games almost every day, eight hours a day. Can Not you see yourself doing you can, that? You can, you can be a just chatting streamer. I mean, yeah, or you could do that. You, you could be a just chat chatting streamer. Uh, Talk about various, con you know, topics um youtube videos i would put it like this do you see yourself being a person that can sit here and entertain possibly hundreds of thousands of people on a daily basis every day that's when i would say okay it's a viable career path if you can look at that option and go down that path and guarantee yourself something but you can't guarantee yourself anything in this business and that goes from entertaining to competing to business deals or decisions outside of your stream Devonta and i both have experience with this just from this year where we had an opportunity on our plate to travel and do some stuff with gaming and that fell apart right before our eyes so i mean that's <clears throat> Uh, that is so <laughs> annoying. It is like, annoying. No, we just got no communication. I right. just, I just don't know how that person has been successful in whatever they've done in the in the past to get to this point, and then just not communicate with people who are basically going to be, you know, running, you know, the events for you. Agreed. It's just insane to me. That's a we should definitely do a podcast, a, a separate episode just on that. 
because that was <laughs> that was interesting. Um, but w- the point of me bringing that up was those opportunities can be presented to you in this position, right? You can put a lot into it and invest countless resources, time, emotion, everything into it, and it can literally, like days before it's supposed to happen, disappear. Like like nothing, like fine sand, just disappear. And that's that's the risk you take when you get into this type of uh, career path, if you will, is you have to be able to bounce back from those things, but you also have to be able to maintain yourself monetarily uh, as as an adult or a young adult, whichever you are. And it's not it's not secure enough on a consistent basis, in my opinion, to be a career for anybody. If there was a way for you to make money every single day, doing exactly what we do, doing what we're doing right now, pretty much, with no questions asked, you put in the time, you get paid for your time, then I'd be like, okay, that's that's something you can go do. Son, daughter, go do it. But until then, nah. My recommendation to anybody, one, don't sacrifice education for a risk unless you really believe in that risk and you are willing to put everything you have into it. And I mean everything. Two, be smart about it. You have to be strategic about the risk. Don't, if you flat broke, trying to get into streaming, <laughs> don't do it, brother. Sister, uh, monkey foot, don't do it. Like, you know, Start not, like me. What do you mean? I was broke. What do you mean? What, I used I used financial aid money to buy my MacBook. <laughs> okay, that's different though. Like you, you were you were only, like no, a no, young no. teenager. Only only because I had like extra uh, like leftover, you know. Yeah, but see again, that's different. That says like a, a young teenager. I'm not talking about like a high schooler or like a, a freshman in high school. I'm talking about somebody who's like oh, a junior or senior like in high school. It's oh, like who, who has the ability to go work. But instead, they want to, f- or you know, go to school and get an education. But instead, they want to stream. I feel like the only people that can do that are if your parents are well off and you're spoiled. Not even that, because I wasn't in that situation when I did it. I started streaming in 2011. I was in December 26, 2011. I was a senior in high school. That was right before that was Christmas of my senior year i graduated that next may in 2012 that's when i started streaming on twitch i started my youtube channel three years before that so for me it was different because i was already in a position three years before that to where i was kind of exposed to it and i knew kind of what went into it from the content creation standpoint it was just more about taking the time to actually put in the hours and that was the difference for me because I went from starting to stream and from December 26th until, what was it, August 19th of 2012, I streamed consistently every single day. I left high school graduation, I went to eat dinner, and then I came home and streamed all You night. left high school graduation? Like, you left early? Like no, before no, no. Finished? Like, like, or, like, like you finished. just left, like, directly from high school graduation, went to eat dinner, and then went home to stream? Like, I walked outside, I took my picture pictures i said let's go eat we went eight and i went i literally i told victoria 
I said, I'm going to go home and stream. This tells you how long me and Victoria have been together. I was like, I'm going to go home and stream. You do whatever you need to do for the day. I'll see you tomorrow. I literally went from dinner. I drove separately from my parents. Went oh, home you stream. had it. You had it all planned out. Yes. Oh, you yeah. See, well, I guess I guess it kind of had to be that way because for graduation, you have to be there at a certain time and your parents probably don't want to be there at that time because it's not even starting. So, OK, never. Mind. Right. Yeah. I had. I mean, I had to drive separately, but I also could have rode with, with my neighbor who graduated at the same time as me. You know, and we were already cool. But for me, it, it was about putting in that time. Like I was not against putting that time in for that stream at all. I get I it. I put everything I, I had I, to into that. Like, as I look back, you know, I'm grateful that, you know, I have my associates now. But it, I mean, it basically took me eight years because I, I took years off of college. But you didn't take years and, and off of streaming, though, did you? I did. I streamed and I worked. So you stopped going to school to stream or did you stop going to school because... I stopped going to school because to I didn't. Well, that I did. It was expensive, and I didn't want more loans. Um, okay. um, but also, I didn't think school was an option for me. Well, not so much as an option, but it's just something that I didn't think that was important enough. Since most of the people who end up do, do getting a degree, they don't end up working in the field that they get a degree in. So I felt like it was a waste, um, and I felt like I could have used. You know, once I ended up, you know, having money saved up, using the money, you know, for school, for other things, you know, like for my stream. Mm -hmm. um, as I look back, I wish I, you know, completed my two years and then, you know, streamed from there. But for me, like I would have been in a different position, but, you know, it is what it is. Right. But, you know, at least I have my associates. So it is, you know, something positive, I guess. did come out. For me, it paid off, like I said. I took that time from August 19, 2012 until May 6th of 2013. That's when I moved out of my dorm and I, I moved back to my parents' house. So I went from living on campus to moving back to my parents' house and commuting because my school was only like 35 minutes from my parents' house. And then I moved back on campus for my junior year. And then I went back home for my senior year. And that's a whole mishmash story of, oh, it's expensive. It, it was that's more so why I did that. I didn't want to be at home. I wanted to get away from home. So I went my first year, got that paid for, came back, and then I had an option. I had enough money left over to be like, okay, I can go back one more year. What year do I want to go back? I went back my junior year, and that year. So when I came back from my freshman year, I started streaming again, though I was inconsistent. But going into that junior year, that's when Call of Duty Advanced Warfare came out. And that's when my streams finally picked back up. I went from streaming zero hours to two hours to three hours to four hours to a point where I actually started skipping class to stream. Uh, and then I corrected that because that's don't do that. Don't don't do what I did. That's that's bad. It it offered me though, because then I went to my senior year graduated i was still streaming at that point came back took a break working with noble working with gamer subs and some other companies to help them out with their stream teams and, and and their live media departments and then i went back on my own 
and now I'm here where I'm barely streaming again. But things have changed in that time. I'm an adult. I'm married. Other live things are coming soon that I will be announcing later. The evolution of, of my path has been different. But the one thing I can say for both of us that has stayed the same is that we both have a passion for gaming that's outside of the dollar in our pocket. Like yeah. we didn't we didn't start off streaming because there was money involved. At least I know I didn't. I, I started, started off because I saw, I saw Tim and I was like, if this fat dude that has a fucking amazing voice and my voice is all right, and but I and I'm better at video games because I think at the time when I started watching him, he was playing Call of Duty, and I was like, I I'm better than him at Call of Duty. So I feel like I can be just as entertaining. Maybe might you know minus the voice and you know the singing or whatever. But I feel like since I'm better than him at Call of Duty, you know, I can, you know, try try it out, see what happens. Um, but I, yeah, I started watching or I started, you know, streaming because of, of, of him and, you know, him just having fun playing video games um, in front of people, which I didn't think was even possible or was even a thing. Um, and I started streaming, I think. I want to say like a few weeks after I started watching him and it's just crazy of, you know, how everything has changed since then. Um, and he's a big inspiration. You, you mentioned something that harkens back on a point I made, um, about the types of streamers. You mentioned that you were good at call of duty and in your opinion, you're better than Tim at call of duty, right? I am better. Is I played it with him before in a GB or something like that when he was for COD Ghosts, um, and I I was I'm significantly better than Tim. no questions asked. So what separates you and Tim then? Uh, well, one he started before me. Um, that... two I feel like his I feel like his presence um is definitely different than mine um he had he what he has done with his stream is incredible um but also at the time i think i was also in school as well as working so i didn't really have much time to stream i, I, would say... I was i was dedicated to my to just making money at that time because i didn't want to I guess have to rely on my parents to give me money. So streaming wasn't really a priority for me. I'd say this. What separates you and Tim is Tim is more entertaining. Point blank. It's true. He, he doesn't have to be good at games because he's entertaining. And that goes back to my point of you're either good at games and entertaining, bad at games and entertaining, or you're just good at games, period. It's one of those three. Tim had one of those three traits. Whereas you had one, though how your trait was displayed, per se, was not probably done in the correct way. Yeah, and I didn't know what... I, you know, I didn't do my research... You didn't know you what know, you didn't know. Before, exactly. So, um, Like I said, I, I, you know, I started streaming a few weeks after I found out what Twitch was, because I only found out what Twitch was late in 2013. Um, December of 2013 is when I started streaming, um, but I felt like 
yeah, you, you know, basically just what you said. You know, I didn't know what I didn't know. So. I mean, yeah, you can't know what you don't know. So it, it's it's tough. But to, to close out that part of this conversation, do you, and this is more of a yes or no, do you think streaming is a viable career option for someone to attain on its own? No. Okay. We agree there. I don't I don't think it is at all. But what I do think is attainable is some of this dope ass merch that we're about to drop with this Wait, 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 wait. Before that, before oh, okay. we jump oh, into that. Yeah. Um streamer groups. Oh, yes. Yes, I forgot we wanted to talk about that. So the 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 return of the streamer groups and when i say streamer groups i'm talking more of like team summertime the mob, mob uh, people like that do you think that when you, when you look at like i'm gonna look at team summertime just because we're both in the call of duty space you have these three guys who play the game at a mid to high level Right, they do some crazy stuff on stream in their games. They're not pro players, but they're respected by pro players, and they make great content. Do you think that the the three of them being one brand is a smarter move than the separation of brands? So, like for example, so like basically Team Summertime being one brand um, compared to like you, me, and Nano where we're three separate brands. Um, I feel like it is better to have one brand just because you can find everybody's info in one area. Instead I'd of having this. two. I think it's easier to grow when you have one brand. Yes. Because you can develop an identity out of that brand. So those three people came together and made a brand off of Hitch's influence, which led to this group of people that have been able to do things like host a fucking LAN event, a throwback LAN event. Like, who does that? You know, you know what I'm saying? They're like, that's, it's not Hitch's, what was it, the Black Ops 2 or Black Ops 3 throwback invitational? Something like that. Uh, it's that the ability to do that compared to saying oh it's Hitch's thing and only Hitch is the only person that gets the shine is is tremendous and when you look at how these these groups have elevated to a certain point like Team Summertime and like the mob who went from being some Twitter trolls like I know where Avalanche is from right up the road from me like hour and a half away I lived there for half a year I mean he's not from like an LA style city he's not from a place where he's around people that do what he does but when he latched on to these other three people that still do the same thing that he does and they came together look at him now you know it's do you think that this ecosystem of, of content creation is moving back towards this clan slash group style of content creation Sorry, repeat the question again. 
So I just want to make sure I understand it. So at one point, groups and clans were a big thing in the, the content creation space, like FaZe Clan. So they started off as a small group of yep. streamers that were together, and they developed individual brands out of that group. Do you think that, seeing as we went from that to a point where everybody was an individual, right? Like your Tim the Tat Man and stuff like that, back to this thing where it's more of a group of people. So now it's like Tim Lupo Ninja Courage, mm-hmm. right? That group of people is associated with each other, and they're growing off of each other. Do you think that's the way that this thing should move? That this content creation sphere? I think it kind of depends on how the individuals have branded themselves. Um, so if you're like a, you know, Tim Lupo, you know, Ninja and Courage, you know, if you have established yourself, um, I feel like it's really up to you to go into a group or not. Um, you're already established yourself as an individual um but i would say for like the mob you know i don't i don't think they established themselves as well as individuals but once they became a group they blew up hmm so in terms of the mob you're saying that they 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 grew as individuals because of the group yes whereas with team summertime the group I feel like grew because of the individuals. The group, like I don't know the other two people besides Hitch, um, Blake, and I've uh, heard of them before. Uh, I forgot the other guy's name. Like I, I've never heard of them before, but with the mob, like I've heard of them individually, mm-hmm. and then they became a group. Like I said, you know, they blew up. Um, and no, Aiko specifically. Um, I've seen them. And I think he's a mod in one of my my friends' channels that I've known since like 2014. Um, so you know I've seen him in there, um, and then you know the other people I've seen as just like you know Twitter trolls. Mm-hmm. Um, but like I knew who I knew a little bit about who they were as individuals, and then you know, once they became the mob, you know I felt like the mob it grew, and as, as that grew, um, it, you know it trickled down the tree. I it, you know in a way to where it grew um, as individuals even more. Okay. Because people are like, oh, you know, you know, if you're new to, like, Twitter, they'd be like, oh, you know, who's the mob? Oh, the mm-hmm. mob is, you know, four different people. Um, And, you know, I want to get to know, you know, each individual separately. So I know, you know, what they're more about and stuff like that. As okay. opposed to knowing one person of the mob, um, and they're like, oh, this person is a part of the mob. You know, who are these other three people? I guess mm-hmm. it's kind of like a reverse effect, but it's interesting. And I think they've, you know, done well for themselves. They, uh, you know, joined 100 Thieves this year. Um, and I think they're they're doing well. So what do you think we should do in that situation? Do you think we would benefit from combining the the personalities that we associate with into a group and growing the group instead of growing the individual? Which one do you think will be more beneficial for what we like, do in our skill traits? I feel like us going into a group would be beneficial. It can't hurt us. Um, but 
on the other hand, well, not not so much on the other hand, but I feel like where we all are in our streaming, I guess, careers or whatever, we're all kind of at the bottom. I know I did it to myself. Same. Um, and it's it sucks. Like, you know? whenever I'm I sure both of us wish we could take things back. Yes. Um, but we can't. And now we're we're kind of. Our check mark doesn't really, I mean, it means that, you know, yes, we're, we're partnered, but it doesn't really have any other meaning besides that because we kind of put our own channels. Right. Um, so, you know, we're in the process of, you know, rebuilding. Um, I think that a group would definitely be an interesting thing for us to um, get into. I do like what Team Summertime is doing with their streams where they're having one person stream, but they're having the three camera views at once i'm not sure exactly how they're doing that but i think it's very interesting um and it is a way to grow the brand because you get each person's individual perspective and reaction on things that are happening you know while they're playing instead of doing like a multi-stream where you're having three different audios playing at the same time mm -hmm. and it's just chaotic and nobody want nobody watches a multi-stream and has all three streams playing at the same time it doesn't really make sense because you can hear the other people's um voice in one stream Right. So I like what they're doing. It's very interesting. Um, and it's definitely a way to peak interest. Well, then that might be something we need to explore outside of the podcast environment uh, with our with our fellow content creator, because I, it's something I've been thinking on, which is the main reason why I wanted to really like explore it in this and kind of see what everybody thinks about it to start. But definitely you know what you think about it as well um, i mean i'm down i'm sure you know our our third is down okay i don't see a reason as to why not um definitely something we should all have a talk about honestly let's make it happen then so to close out today's podcast i have an announcement it's a long-standing project that I have been working on for, what would you say, Devontae, about three months now? Yeah, about three months. Somewhere around there. Uh, and this is, so to explain, the podcast, the Double Team Podcast, is presented by a company that I own called Dream Machine Interactive. Uh, it's it's a it's a umbrella that covers all of the other brands that I may own or co-own with other people involved. Right. For example, that umbrella of Dream Machine Interactive has the Double Team podcast under it, which is co-owned by myself and Devante. And then we have another project called the Dream Machine Giveaway, which is going to be somewhat similar. I'm not sure how many people here listening have ever heard of 8080. Um, they give away a car that they custom build like every few months a year, uh, and you it can enter via purchasing merch and there's other ways to enter for free we're taking that platform and molding it to what we do in this space so the dream machine giveaway is a custom built computer built solely with the content creator in mind and the ways you can enter are there there's a free entry method and then you can buy merch buying merch does get you more entries and more details will be announced later once we actually announce the official date of the first giveaway. But 
I just wanted to put it out there and let you guys know what it was, what Dream Machine is, and some of the things that we've been working on behind the scenes. Uh, some of the merch that you're going to see us wearing in these podcasts coming up are from the merch line that will be sold next to the Dream Machine in the giveaway. Uh, for every item you buy, so for every dollar you spend, you get two entries. Uh, and there's going to be times where that you can get five entries and stuff like that. Uh, that all comes later down down the road. Um, but this whole thing is solely based around giving somebody the opportunity to get a machine that can give them the ability to make content. It won't make content for you, obviously, but it's going to give you the ability to make content. It will have everything you need in it to be a successful content creator to create high quality video uh, footage, if you will, uh, and to be able to play games at damn near any quality level you want with no issues. So this was the big announcement uh, that I believe we hinted in the first episode, but I'm not too sure if we did or not. Uh, But more information will be coming. You'll probably hear a little more information about this come episode five. That's where I'm guessing we're going to be able to drop the date and some other information and the website will actually launch. Uh, but yeah, guys, that's that's the big announcement, the big project we've been working on uh, behind the scenes with uh, some people. And I have a small test group that's been viewing some of the merchandise outside of just Avante and our third cohort uh, who have been giving me some feedback and they all enjoy it. So uh, yeah, I'm excited for it. Anything I, else you want to add? I can't wait. Um... Can't wait. It's going to be amazing. And I don't, I don't, I want to add. Um, I will say, you guys are new. Be sure to follow, subscribe, catch up on the conversation. Uh, you can find us on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and YouTube every week at Double Team Pod. Get up to date with us. Next week will be our first live episode on YouTube. So if you're listening, Devontae, check your calendar. I'm aiming for Thursday, December 26th. Let me know if that works for you. Or Friday, December 27th. One of those two days. Either day works. Okay. We'll finalize. I would say the earlier the better. Um, Get everything finalized. And then I guess it depends on when you wanted to upload it but oh well i mean my podcast is gonna be a banger whatever day we we go live on the youtube channel the next day is the day the podcast will be up audio all right so then let's do thursday okay so guys thursday december 26th uh we will tweet out a time uh but that day will be our first live episode over on youtube where you get to see my beautiful forehead covered by a hat. Uh, I can't wait to show you all my beautiful hat collection because it's beautiful. It's 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 tremendous and it's great at doing what it does, which is covering the my forehead. forehead so big you can land a plane on it. Look, right? We ain't gonna talk about how big my forehead is. But what we are gonna talk about is y'all checking us out here on the platform. I thank you all for listening. I hope you all enjoyed this episode. This was a lot longer than the first one, which is what we wanted. And Unless you have anything else, Devontae, I'm going to check Follow this out the here. Twitter, please. Yes. Stay up to date with us. Follow the Twitter. So that way you know Instagram. the most important information 
um aside from podcasts um you know we will have we will have an upload schedule so that you guys know the specific days and times that you guys will be able to know when the podcasts go live on all the platforms um but it's really just the best way to stay up to date with with the podcast itself is twitter and instagram at double team pod on both instagram and twitter give us a follow turn on the post notifications and uh yeah i enjoyed this podcast uh i was on a lot of topics i had fun this one was fun Again, thank you all for listening. Huge shout out again to JTBS for allowing us to use his song Peaches and Cream as our intro and outro. Other than that, I'm out of here, y'all. Have a great day. We will catch y'all next week. I'm out. Peace. Peace.